A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash malicious compliance video. Today we've got a great story of compliance resulting in working less. But our first story of the day is from Fondle My Potato. You need a doctor's note? Well, okay. I had a really high fever, cough, sore throat, headache, the whole works, but it wasn't COVID. Self-administered my COVID test. As I wasn't scheduled to work on the day I was ill, I decided that I'd inform my supervisor the following day if I was still unwell and tested negative, although I was on time off the following day too. Time off works a little different in a sense that I could still be called back to work if there was an emergency. However, as I worked the night shift, there were two functions to it. One, urgent consultations over the phone slash email, and two, groundwork. Also, there was a change in our core function for the night shift, which resulted in us handling significantly less cases, and due to manpower shortages, there's only one or max of two people on duty per night. I was still unwell the following day, and informed my supervisor that as I was on time off and unwell, I wouldn't be able to perform function two, groundwork, but would be able to perform function one, urgent consultation if necessary. However, supervisor mentioned that if I was ill, I should see a doctor and provide a doctor's note, as I could still be called back into work. However, I explained that that was the reason I was informing them, as I could still perform function one. But nope. Cue malicious compliance. Initially, I considered the manpower shortage and wanted to just use one of my entitlements, which allowed me to utilize a sick leave without a doctor's note. As one, I was feeling slightly better by the evening and felt that with more rest, I could carry on with my usual duties the following day. And two, I noted that I was the only one on shift for a few days the rest of the week, and I didn't want my team to scramble over a replacement as I knew my doctor would provide me with a note which would cover my absence for the rest of the week. However, since it was insisted that I see a doctor as I was ill, I did so. And I did get a note to cover my absence till the end of the week. And now they're scrambling to find someone willing to work the days that I was the only one scheduled. Because there's literally nobody else, which means the higher-ups will reluctantly have to cover. Honestly, I think this is one of those situations where OP wipes their hands and goes, Hey, I tried. They brought this upon themselves. They literally directed you to do that. If you had the opportunity to still help out your work in a work-from-home capacity while you were sick, would you still be wanting to try to help out whenever you could? Or would you say you're the kind of person that if you can get any time off, whether it's work from home or not, you're going to jump in the chance? Let me know about you guys in the comments down below. Our next story is from Bored and Sleeps. Scrub the walls of the parking garage with a magic eraser? Okay, see you in about six hours. Okay, so this happened about three years ago. I was working for a cleaning company in governmental buildings and FYI, this is a manager that I and plenty of other people had issues with. One day I went into work, like normal, everything was fine, my manager needed me to do some extra floors to vacuum. Sure, no problem, told her that I didn't have that many floors to do, and could do them after, I just needed a list of floors to vacuum. No argument from her, just a, "Mm mhm, I'll have it for you after, and off to work I went. About two hours go by and I'm done with my floors. I go to the office to get a list of the floors she needed me to do, and turns out she needed me to do them early morning. News to me, and ended up sending someone else, and I should have waited. I told her she never said it was time sensitive, otherwise I would have waited. 
She rolls her eyes and just repeats the same thing and that I should have still waited, but whatever, what's done is done. And when I ask her if there was anything else that needed to be done, she tells me to grab a bucket, some gloves, and some magic erasers and scrub the walls of the parking garage. There's five levels and I knew it wasn't part of the contract to clean it. Plus, this was a method she used as a form of punishment for insubordination. She expected me to have it all done by the end of my shift. I grabbed my stuff and did as told, but I was only able to clean one level. By the end of my shift, I told her along with my supervisor that I was only able to do one level of the parking garage and that I would try and get more done tomorrow. Now, my supervisor had no idea that's where I was since she didn't tell him and was needed elsewhere for something more important that ended up not being done at all since no one could find me. Couldn't get a radio and signal sucks so there's no texts or calls. He was livid. He asked everyone to leave and then the very loud argument started. Why would you send her there? It's not even part of our contract. You were warned about pulling this crap on employees. She wasn't fired, through strikes and you're out kind of thing, but with the two higher-ups, regional manager and regional supervisor, there with her, the next day she was forced to apologize for what she made me do and wasting my time face to face. My only reply, thank you for your apology, but you didn't waste my time and money. It's the company's time and money that you wasted. Now, unless there's something else, I'll get to my floors, since I have a busy day of vacuuming, and just left. She hasn't given me trouble since. Honestly, this is one of those situations where you just don't argue, you just put your head down and do the work. You know, it's totally backwards and not the correct job to be doing at all. But hey, if somebody up top tells you to do it, you get it done and let them deal with the fallout. I'm just glad that they didn't somehow do the classic thing of, oh, well, it was OP suggestion somehow, or like they try to twist it and blame it on you. But maybe that's for the best, because if they did try to pull that, maybe they would have been more likely to have gotten canned. Our next story is from Rocketman3487. You want to fire me in the middle of my shift, but have me stay until the end? Okay, I'll bite. About 15 years ago, when I was about 20, I got a job at a new Panera opening in my town. I worked there exactly five days. After two days of working the salad line and making sandwiches, which was honestly fun, I was told I was being moved to the kitchen. I didn't mind because I loved to cook and bake, so I was excited for about one whole minute. When I showed up on my third day, I get walked to the kitchen. I'm so stoked. I stop at the chef line, but the manager keeps walking. I stop at the baker line, but the manager keeps walking. He stops in front of the dishwasher. He says I'm gonna be washing dishes for a couple of days because they haven't hired one yet. Or he quit instantly, but I'll never know. I give him my do best attitude for two and a half days. It's a darn big pill to swallow. I suddenly realized the back end of a bakery and restaurant is much harder than I ever thought. And I've worked in the back prior, just not at this level before. So mucho props to all of you back of the house workers. I've always worked counters, even maintenance, but never that hard. And I started to fail because I was feeling dejected and being talked down to. Come my third day on dishes and the last day at Panera, I show up on time and it was a pretty busy night. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. 
That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. So there was lots to get to. I try so hard, but by then we're open, so freshly dirty plate tubs are coming back in groves. They start piling up on the counter, then on the floor... Halfway through my shift, my lunch is late. Before I go to lunch, they pull me in the office, and they tell me they're letting me go like this. We're so sorry to say, but we have to let you go. You're just not keeping up. But would you please stay and finish your shift first? I was floored, but I did it. Just not with my do-best attitude. I proceeded to wash one pan at a time in the industrial washer we have. More tubs are piling up, my coworkers asking what's going on. I explain and they understand and support thankfully, so even more tubs pile up, now on the floor, before I even finish the pans. Come the end of my shift, I knew my managers were going to have to stay and wash the dishes, but they were courteous enough and told me that, as a parting gift and thanks for trying, I could take home whatever I wanted from the store. So I did. Over $120 I think in fresh breads and pastries of all delicious varieties. I gave most of it away. Heard from a friend like a year later they were pissed about that for a while, but couldn't do anything, which got them more pissed. It wasn't my finest hour, but I don't regret it one bit. Moral of the story, don't fire your employees mid-shift, but ask them to stay and expect any kind of quality. Can we all agree that this is a very moronic decision by management? Why would you fire somebody in the middle of the shift? Just wait until afterwards, right? Catch them on their way out or something. Also, I don't know if it's true or not, but I've always heard that Panera Bread is overrated. I've always heard stories about Panera being a reheat restaurant, even though it's like marketed as a little bit more upscale. Our next story is from Suave Warrior. Vehicle owner knows how to do it better. I was a tow truck driver, and when I arrived to tow a Toyota FJ Cruiser that was in the ditch, the woman insisted that it couldn't be towed with my equipment. I argued that my wheel lift truck was perfectly suited to it, and that a flatbed would take an hour to get it out of the ditch. She says, oh, I know cars, I worked at a dealership, and it'll damage the transmission if you tow it with that. I was about to leave for another job, so I was giving very few freaks at this point. I may have sarcastically said, Oh, I didn't know you were a professional tow truck driver, in the rudest tone I could muster that morning. She looked confused and then angry. She then explained that her brother told her not to let anything but a flatbed tow it. Okay, that explains a lot. I told her that I would call dispatch and have them send a flatbed, but... Being Sunday, it would take a while. I could have had her out in 10 minutes and at the shop in 30. Another driver called me a few hours later and asked if I was the first one there. He said it took him over an hour to get there and another 45 minutes just to get her out of the ditch. He made the remark that a wheel lift would have been perfect for this. And she said the one was already there and she had asked for a flatbed instead. He laughed. 
On the phone, he said she was pretty upset. Nobody ever said anything to me about being rude to the customer. I guess she didn't report me. I'm going to go out on a limb here and assume that the brother, whatever car they were driving, whatever truck they were driving, they had some kind of bad experience probably from some bad wheel lift operator. In a lot of things, you have one bad experience with something and you just can't trust it ever again, even if that leads to giving bad advice. Our next story is from Fanmo. Work less? Okay. I work nights in an industry that is very heavily seasonal. Because of this, we have what are, in my country of residence, known as annualized contracts. We get paid the same, 35 hours per week, every month, regardless of how much or how little we work. This is the only way that my employer can keep employees over this low season. Night workers are limited to a maximum of 8 hours per shift. So in the busy season, 4-5 to five months a year, we work up to 40 hours as opposed to the slow season, 7-8 to eight months of the year, when we work 20, sometimes less. In both seasons, we're paid 35 hours per week. A very important detail is that night workers' contracts cannot be changed unilaterally in this country. The worker must agree to any change in either the time we start or the time we finish, because it may have an inordinate impact on the household planning, childcare, etc., etc. This year, during the busy season, some bright light in management decided that it would be more cost-effective if we started an hour later, which would obviously push our finishing time an hour later into the morning, from 6.30am to 7.30am. We were informed of this by email on the last day of the working week, and it would take effect the following week, so two days notice. Keep in mind that communication between ourselves and management has a 24-hour delay due to work emails only being accessible at work. Cue malicious compliance. We sent a reply by email, which management would see the following day, but to which we would not see the reply until we arrived at work at the start of the following week. No problem, we're happy to start an hour later, but fail to see the advantage. Because we all have pressing household planning that needs to require us to leave work at our original finishing time, so we'll be losing an hour's work. Note that this would have no impact on our pay because it stays the same regardless, so we'd be working an hour less with the same pay. We happily came in at the start of the next week, an hour later than usual, to find a reply. On second thought, never mind, management has decided that this would not be cost effective after all. No kidding, how perceptive. Honestly, whatever plans they make may ultimately be better for the workers in the end, and it would still be received absolutely poorly if you gave them 24 hours notice, essentially, and almost no time to even respond. It just seems so dysfunctional with that 24-hour delay. That bright light wasn't bright enough. And our final story of the day is from 87 Lonely Girl. Won't give me the promotion you promised? Okay. This was years ago. I had a young manager, only a year older than me, and he was very approachable. After working together for many years, I was meeting every criteria for promotion, along with several others on my team with more experience than me. There was a company-wide promotion freeze while they restructured, but after, there was a bow wave of applicants, obviously. My manager was honest and told me others deserved it more than me, which I completely agreed with but he did promise me to get the same money as they to acknowledge the work I do. Well, he lied. They got 10% raises and were on slightly more than me. I got 1.75%. I told him I was working to rule and did. My position meant I needed approval for everything I did, so I stalled everything waiting on a senior's review and approval. 
I stop training every new person, graduate, or more senior but new staff. I always did this before, so this meant more time spent by others doing this. Even in meetings, I shouldn't have been making decisions, so I stopped. I took notes and then had to ask for other people to approve or reject every little detail which I was plenty knowledgeable in. He complained many times, but I refused to work above my pay. Things ground to an almost complete stop on every task I was working on, much to his displeasure, yet it wasn't anything he could complain about since I was doing more than I should have in the first place. I told him what to do if he wanted to help me, to help like I did before. He assured me he would. Another year goes by with no promotion and me doing nothing above my job description. By this point, he's sour and hesitant to give me new tasks, but I just bide my time. I knew something was coming. A job comes up internally that suits me to a T. Even others on my team wouldn't fit it like I did. It was also two positions higher than my current role. I apply and get the job in record time. Suddenly, he had my promotion sorted, more money than my colleagues, but I was done and handed him my notice. He managed to negotiate a stagger transition, but paying my new 35% raised salary for my time. Biding my time never felt sweeter in those three months. Now I sit at the same level as him, watching him seethe in every meeting we attend together. It makes me very happy every time I see his look of annoyance aimed at me. Don't you just love that you have to go to the point of just cutting ties? Like, you put that resignation in and that's the point where they go, Actually, I could give you a crazy promotion. This just came in, I swear. Please don't go, we need you. Yeah, sure felt like it. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely awesome compliance story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out the video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.